0: Never give up because the day that you give up can be the day that you make it. that we did a song when Katrina happened? I'm actually the guy that's on the hook. Um, Russell Simmons put
1: together a whole um album. That's why I like verse TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the day that I found out that everybody had flaws, I was no longer insecure about shit. And I just said to myself, I'm not going to let my dreams be buried in St. Louis. Y'all, it's your boy Anthony Cherry, aka the king of her, aka the king of many things Where you know I'm very outspoken, you know I'm very opinionated So this week it gives me the perfect opportunity to be here with Birth TV all week long Make sure you guys like, share and please subscribe and please tune in Because we bring you the news that you can use If you don't know, you won't grow Let's do it
1: Hello everyone, it's your girl Yuri G and thank you for tuning in to All The tea on Birth TV And I'm here with your boy, Anthony, the king of hair. Yes, Anthony Cherry, the king of her and the king of many things. Oh. So for our audience who may not know yet, where Mm -hmm. are you from?
0: I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri, but I reside in Los Angeles, California. And how has that influenced you in your work? It has influenced my life in a, in a way that is unimaginable. It was everything that I had envisioned and everything I had dreamed of. Moving to Los Angeles was the best decision I could have ever made in my life. It actually gave me a second chance at life, for real.
1: Okay. And so what was it exactly that, all that you dreamed of that people may not know? To be around like-minded people,
0: because in St. Louis, is kind of like, I love my city, but they kind of have a crab-in-a-bucket mentality and very okay. uh, negative, low-vibrational energy. And being here in Los Angeles, people say it's fake, but I don't mind it because um, you got to possess character um, to be able to deal in any situation. And um, being here, is, everybody's, like, open-minded, everybody's, like, um, free-flowing, and everybody's really here to really just to get it. And that's what I like to be around is movers and shakers that mind name is and keep it moving. and might bless you, you know, through the process, and that is everything that has literally happened to me. And I've been able to attract what I want, and that's great people into my
1: life. Okay, so you made the big move from, um, the big move halfway across the country from Missouri to SoCal. Um, they say that a lot of dreams go there and die. How have you kept yours alive?
0: Um, not By compromising my uh, my morals that I came here with and being consistent and keeping myself on the cutting edge of change and putting God at my forefront and constantly working on myself. Um, physically and mentally, and just being a good spirit, and you know, and actually giving off what I want to return and that's just positive energy and progression
1: okay, so that was a big move, mm-hmm. how did
0: you prepare for it? Um, it really kind of struck me by night, um, my, I had just got shot right, in St. Louis and I'm um, after I got shot my best friend had died six months before Kevin Williams, God rest his soul and I just said to myself, I'm not going to let my dreams be buried in St. Louis. So one day I was watching, I had moved to Columbia, Missouri, and I was watching um, Dr. Field and Oprah Wimpy every day. One day I was working as a living in with, ch- with children with developmental disabilities, and I was going to Mizzou College, and I'm like, this is not the life for me. And that day, Oprah came on and said, have you ever been on a job for 15 to 10 years and just feel like there's just something more for you to do in life? She said, well, today, this show will let you know that the best is yet to come. We have Brad Pitt, who used to be a restaurant worker. Now he's the CEO and owner, Beats. now he's an A-list actor. We have a CEO who used to be a school teacher. Now she's the CEO of the New York Times. Then they went to commercial and said, the best is yet to come, a little pillow. I watched it, I became inspired. <clears throat> Then Dr. Phil, come on. Dr. Phil said, "Have you ever thought that how you would feel if you got a million dollars, that dream job, or that perfect picket fence around the house that you've always dreamed of?" He said, "Well, today, if you watch this show, all those things you think that you're gonna, when you, all those things that you think that you're gonna get, the feeling that you think that you're gonna have when you get it, possess that feeling today without any of those things, and watch how the laws of attraction bring it into your life." I said, "Boom." I got on the phone. I called Atlanta, New York. Houston, Texas, and I called California to this company called Choices. Choices, and I get that. That company said they had availabilities open for what I was doing with children with developmental disabilities. This was in um, late December. They hired. They gave me an interview for January the 3rd. I went to L.A. on a bus, because at the time I was didn't know if, want to fly, and I got there. I got the job, and they told me that I could start in March, and that was the beginning and i left st louis at three o'clock in the morning and got to la on january the 12th 2002 by um i got there like a day later i arrived in los angeles and it
1: was just like all unfolded okay so um how did you build your <clears throat> professional contact list
0: um first, I started out in television and music initially when I first got to L.A. I had got like a little part-time job working at um, uh, a salon called SOS Salon on La Brea. And um, then I started doing television and music. Then I got hit by a car on Ninth and La Brea like a year later, and it broke my neck. And it gave me time to reflect. And then God was really dealing with me. I had just got booked a real career role on the Parkers. Now, just imagine that putting in all of this work as an actor, get hit by a car, but the day before I was supposed to get my rear role, row, I was, had a broke neck, and I was incapacitated. And this lady that used to come by the salon, I worked at an SOS, named Lakeesh, she used to always look out for me. She found that my neck had got broke. She got in contact with me. She got to bringing me food every day, and she said, that's this is lady that I want you to meet when you um, come off your bed of affliction. Long story short, went to meet the lady. Her name is Evelyn Thomas. She had a salon called Evelyn's Heart Desire. Ella knew I wanted to be a hairstylist, being a celebrity hairstylist, she, so she thought. She was working with um, Missy a lot. So one day she took me to do Mona Scott Young's, her. And when I went to go do Mona, Mona was like, what are you doing tomorrow? Well, I was like, I'm not doing anything. She said, well, Missy's doing a music video. Would you like to um, do the dances? I'm like, sure. Um, from that, I ended up doing Missy Elliott over like the, like the next month. And then my best friend Danielle, who I met in St. Louis years before then, um, had told me years ago, I met her when she was 16, forgot she was even living in California, got to L.A. around the same time now, bumped into Danielle at a gas station. Danielle got me booked on this job, um, with, um, uh, not Danielle, my friend Maxie booked me for a job with Snoop Dogg and Acon in a music video called I Want to Love You. Um, on that video, Danielle walks on to Sick and say, what are you doing here? I'm like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm working. She said, well, I casted this. At the time and she still is now she's the casting director for Wild and out so after that two weeks later i was booked on Wild and out for the fourth season with nick cannon so here it is i have um did my first music video with super akon 13 girls if you go look at that video to this day um it i did all 13 girls but impeccable results it's still compliant to her styles to this day um did that and after that the route just opened up and it's just like People were vibing with me, and, and keep in mind that at the same time I was doing music with a record label. Um, I was only singer, all dudes, all straight dudes. I was only gay dude in the group, so it really was kind of hard for me to transition from going around every day with like white tees on back in 2000, early 2000s, to going to the salon and Beverly Hills bougie salons to try to give this other image that they was not having. They really didn't want me in Hollywood as a hairstylist back then it was like they was headed on lock. That was Shalina Allen. That was when um Shalina Allen, Candy for her, Nikki Wright, Kaya Wright, Roberta Rogers, and um <clears throat> what's the lady that had the show? Um that Kevin Kimball. Those are like the matriarchs when I came in. None of them really gave me a problem, but it was a lot of people that did not want to let me in the business. But it was God's fate for me to do it. And after that it just
1: came to me like so organically. Okay. So you create music, art and hair art. How long have you been doing this music and styling? Well, I've
0: always been inspired by music through people like Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson. Um, and I've always sung in the bathrooms. And then one day Mariah Carey came along and she had a song called Hero. And Tony Braxton came along with a song um, <clears throat> called Seven Whole Days, and I just would find myself singing it, and all my friends would be like, "You should try singing." I don't have the best vocal voice, but I am a Leo, <laughs> you know, so I believe that I can do anything that I want to do. And I just start indulging in music and start believing in myself, because belief takes everything and confidence, you know. And I start doing it, and um, and not where I am now. I have three songs out now that I just released, um, two songs for Christmas. That was my Christmas gift to the world and to myself. And I just released another song called My Boo, which is on all platforms. I have one song called Hustler, because you can't spell the S-T-L without Hustler, okay? And then I have a song called Not Fur, and everybody can relate to that because it's a lot of not fur things that go on in life, right? And then my other song I just released um, right before the day of coronavirus hit is called My Boo. It's an actual ballad. Hustler kind of like my club
1: song. So you can find them on all platforms up under Anthony Cherry. So what inspired you to enter the... Industry of music and into the industry of style. Um, I just knew that. Um, I've always been a dreamer. I
0: mean, this is something prophetically I've, I have called into my own life. I definitely have a gift, that's another thing, too. I've got has always dealt with me in a very special way. I knew this as a kid, and I told people if I can get everybody that I know from St. Louis to get on her and do a testimony, they would say, This dude told us this when we were kids. And it's just, it wasn't about the superficial part, because once I got to L.A. and got in bed with everything, I, fuck with, I, I messed with Hollywood on the creative side, but socially I'm awkward, because there's a lot of things I can't compromise myself to do. I'm not a follower. I'm not the kind of gay man that's like that they love. I'm not that, you know? And then it's another thing, the fact that I just believed in myself, and I kept it moving, I kept it pushing, and then people gravitated to me. And a prophet had even told me. Before I got her, she said, I heard something about you going to Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood. She said, stars are going to come to you, and I'm walking in it. That's why sometimes it's hard for me to listen to other people, because I know that God
1: has a purpose on my life. Okay. So what's the biggest thing that you want our audience to know about your music? and about your style. I want people to know about my music, that there's
0: a generational gap that has been left out for music and that's the grown and sexy and the mature and the contemporary people. I want to be able to be part of that muscle that turns the brain back balance, where love music really made sense. That's what I want to do. And my style is just being Anthony Cherry. You never know what you're going to get from me, baby. You never know, I'm going from slow to zero, it's whatever.
1: And so from where did the choice for the stage name come? Or is that your birth name?
0: Um, see how God divinely did that for me? Every time it, it comes when people got to send me my check, they always hit me and say, yo, what is your real government name? No, my name is Anthony Cherry. I initially used to go by St. Anthony when I was with the record label. Shouts out to Peter Roll Records when I was signed with Russell Simmons Music Group. They called me St. Anthony because I was a spiritual dude. And then my name was Anthony. I was from St. Louis. So in con- conjunction with that, Gave me St. Anthony, but now I want to give my real name that power because I've invested that time. Okay, and what about your other name, King of Haiti? King of her just came from me being the king of her, baby. I'm a Leo, I'm a royalty, I'm very regal. I know I'm called by the by God and I'm part of his kingdom, so it only made sense the king of her. And I didn't even get that, I didn't even give myself that name. The publicist that I was working with at the time when I did my king of her photo shoot, I'm like, what am I gonna call this photo shoot? She was like, King of Her, and that's when I developed my Instagram the same day.
1: So tell me more about your time with Russell Simmons. Um,
0: i never really direct, uh, interacted with him directly. The guy, um, drove who was over the label, he was the one who had did all of the dealings with Russell Simmons. I came in maybe like uh, two weeks later into the situation. We all moved into a house together, and he brought me aboard, and that was that. We did a song when Katrina happened. I'm actually the guy that's on the hook. Um, Russell Simmons put together a whole um, album of different collective of artists, and
1: we was actually featured on the album. I'm the singer that's on the hook. All right. So um, we have some holistic health work questions. Mm -hmm. Um, So Aaron has multiple sclerosis diagnosis, so he's particularly interested in natural healthy living. How important is juicing, and how do you juice? Um,
0: juicing is very important, but I would, I would have to do some more investigation on multiple sclerosis to actually go to the herbs that I've been taking. Um, juicing is very important, but the juicing that I've been doing that I found out, like right now, I have this. This come from boiling, uh, you get a pineapple, you cut the sleeves off the pineapple and take the core and you boil it for 30 minutes and then you drain it. I pour mine into this. Um, pineapple is one of the best things for anti-inflammatory. And it acts as an antiviral, and it also helps break down insulin in your body um, as well. And this is one of the things that I've been drinking. I really haven't gotten into actually juicing yet, but right now, what I'm doing now for myself is I suffer from acid reflux. Sometimes, this has been like the cure of all the cures. First of all, pineapple. I, I I drink this in the morning, and when I make my pineapple smoothies, I take that water and pour it in with like four chunks of um, cold uh, from pineapple the first thing I drink in the morning if I don't drink celery first thing in the morning. Sometimes I combine buy them. But that has been like my saving grace. But when we first came into um, quarantine, I was so bloated, like had been eating horrible. My skin was different. Since I've been doing this in my, God is my witness. It has transfigured me from the molecular structure. My stomach is de bloated. And not only do do I do that, this is what capped it off after I had um, gotten into the pineapple I, got these, I couldn't find the actual sea moss, so I got some CMOS moss These CMOS is good for antiviral as well and good for inflammation. Anything that's anti-inflammatory are the best things to do. And I took it to the point to where when I dealt with acid reflux before, I went to alkalining foods. This time, God said, boom, go to alkaline herbs. Because when you're, when you're already eating a lot, you try to put foods inside of a stomach that's not already breaking down, no matter what you eat, if it's alkaline or not, it's still gonna disturb your body. So then I went on to a further research, got me some turmeric. I make turmeric tea um, once or twice a day. Um, put in a uh, Don't microwave anything. Boil your water, preferably spray water. Or you can use the faucet water. I use spring water. Then ginger. You get your ginger root. You shave it off. You put like five or six pieces after you cut it up into water. Boil that. It's really good to combat this corona, the COVID-19, and just to keep yourself healthy. The ginger can burn stuff off of your throat, right? And it's also good for anti-inflammatory. Um, it's good for toothaches as well. And then I have my cinnamon sticks. Um, my cinnamon sticks, I make a tea out of this, sit it in a pot, let it boil overnight. The more you let it sit overnight, you'll get more of the um, antioxidants that's in the inside of it. Boil that, drink that, and sometimes you can mix it with, um, you can throw your um, a cube of your ginger over to the cup. With your cinnamon sticks, and then also <clears throat> honey. Honey is really good; it's anti-inflammatory as well, and helps soothe sore throats if you were to have one. And this is good for the digestive system as well. And a lot of these things also kill parasites that are in your stomach. That sometimes we don't know what's going on with our stomachs by eating so many meats and sodas. The human body is supposed to be twenty percent twenty percent acidic and eighty percent alkaline. Most people, by the time they get grown, it's the direct opposite. You're 80% acidic and 20% alkaline. That means that your digestive tract has slowed down and you lose enzymes as you get older. So all this that I'm doing right now is helping rebuild my immune system, for one, because the turmeric is definitely an immunity booster, and you can also add a lime in it or an orange to really help that with the vitamin C. And then we have um, cloves, too. You can do these all together if you want or by sales by boiling the water it. And also, I have oregano. Oregano also you can just boil this over a pot of water with steam and inhale this and this causes um, this is an antiviral as well God gave us everything that we needed on earth to heal ourselves and I've done it alone and it definitely improved my skin just as well and took the bloke out of my um, out of my body and then right here we have sea salt Um, if you can go get sea salt instead of cooking and like now when I cook my food I don't use um, salts anymore I use onion powder and garlic powder and I use turmeric over my food. And it gives it a really good season. The reason I bought the sea salt because um, before the, right when the coronavirus had popped off, there was a guy who was on um, Instagram and everybody kept sharing his video about how to convey, right? Where he took a big pot of water, he peeled and um, cut up some onion, um, the, the peel of a lemon, the peel of an orange, and he put sea salt. Sea salt is saline solution to help you. You get over a big pot, you boil it, And it will go inside of your nose and get all of the mucus off of your lungs. And so does pineapple and pineapple juice remove mucus from your lungs as well. So those are the things that I've been doing to get me this glow and to get this tummy down. Because my stomach was like, I'm telling you, my my stomach was out hurt. So I have definitely saw the benefits of it. I feel great. And I also made turmeric water. So every now and then I'll just drink some turmeric water. Because this is definitely for the immune system. And I've gotten away from the pills that the doctor gave me actually. This work better, and then you have lemon water. Lemon water is really good for um, for um, acid reflux as well, and it's also helped kill parasites in your body. So we could go on for that forever, and I know we only have a little bit of time, but this is how I've been doing my thing in quarantine. So what about black seed? Black seed oil is amazing. I just don't have none right now. Black seed oil is something I'm getting ready to get. If you go to my Instagram, King of Hair, you will see a lot of the stuff that I've been doing on my regimen. Um, And also, black seed oil and dandelion are the next two things I've been incorporated into this
1: um, system. So, what is the hardest part about everything that you do? And what is the most enjoyable part of it?
0: The hardest part of the thing about what I do is just missing my family. Because I'm out here by myself, I've been out here 18 years. Um, Nothing's really hard for me because they say the broken or the menders for tomorrow. So I went through a lot prior to me getting hurt, so this is like a walk in the park for me. Missing my family is the hardest thing, but what gives me joy is the knowing the fact that I can come into somebody's life divinely by God and change some things about them or give them knowledge. I'm really big on that. I look at um, being a herself as more of a platform for me to heal people. Um, I've always had the gift of healing, just whether it's in my in my touch, making somebody who had low self-esteem look and feel great after doing it hurt, and then also, Giving them the lightning bolts, you know, that's on my arms. Giving them that energy that they need to know that you are bomb. You're an amazing person. Lift yourself up. This too shall pass. You're beautiful. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Focus on what God has given you. So that's the benefits that I get from being and doing what I do.
1: What is the main thing that you want our Verse TV audience to learn about Anthony Cherry, the king of hair today? I would like Verse TV to know about Anthony
0: Cherry that I'm just a regular dude trying to get through life who had a dream, had a goal, and I got it. You know, the best way to do it is just perseverance, never give up. Because the day that you give up can be the day that you make it. And I want them to know also that just because I am a gay man does not mean that I have to live in this box or the stereotype that they consider that to be. You know, and I want every man, if you feel a way about yourself, to live and walk in your truth. The truth is freedom. The truth either going to convict or free. Free yourself from whatever it is. But I also would like to let people know, don't be influenced. Don't let this be a fad. If it's not really in you to want to be with a man, don't do it just because you seem like it's cool because this is not an easy walk on the park. That's what I want Verse TV people to know about Anthony Cherry, the king of her and the king of many things. (laughs)
1: So what's next for Anthony Cherry? World domination is what's next for Anthony Cherry. No.
0: (laughs) I've always felt like the best is yet to come. I will never let that slogan go. That is like, and this who shall pass, I'm always thankful. And I try to keep an attitude of gratitude no matter what. And a lot of people nut up against me because I, they always say I have this false sense of confidence. No, that ain't it. That's a God confidence. And I'm not letting it go for no one. For no one. And I appreciate Verse TV for this platform. This is my first time really being part of any LGBT community situation. Oh wow. Ever. I don't even want really to go to gay clubs because I've always been so like against that because like I told you you're we get a chance to chop it up you'll get a chance to really you know scratch and sniff the surfaces of you know my life for real Cause we just can't get it all in 130 minutes but I had got jaded with the gay community at one point because I was very blessed growing up and they used to When I say literally attack me, I have people in St. Louis that actually left a note on my car, busted out all my windows on my brand-new convertible Mustang when they first came out, flacked my tires and cut my top and said I was the number one bitch on their hit list, and left a snake on my door trying to do voodoo on me. It's like, what did I do to you besides walk in my power and my glory that God gave me? I've always dealt with the spirit of jealousy around me, because the day that I found out that everybody had flaws, I was no longer insecure about shit about me. You know, I could walk into a room and shake it and control the vibration. That's why I like to vibrate on a higher level. You know? And if I can't help you, I can't hurt you because I'm held accountable for that. So that's what I want
1: people that have verse TV to know about Anthony Cherry. <laughs> All right. So I have five general verse TV questions. Mm-hmm. In addition to your personalized interview question. hmm So if you had all the money and power necessary, what would you do or change that you feel would most benefit the LGBT plus community? I would get, I, it would be an annual thing
0: every year. We would have our own award shows. We would start it off with drag shows because that's something that need to come back to the community because back in the day when I came up, going to a drag show was lit. You know, I would definitely like to do that and have uh, us at our own award shows, you know, for whatever, well, however we can cannibalize it to get it to where we got to cultivate it to to get it there. I would definitely like to get it because it's a uh, gay people in Africa in one community are looked at as the gatekeepers. They keep the they keep balance in society, and we do that. Now, we do have some extremists. The reason why I've been always reluctant to deal with a lot of gay people because a lot of them may be on some bullshit. We know that. I, I, I can't. I'm crazy, you know, but that's what I would like to do if I had a whole bunch of money to change the community, to bring them together and create inclusive community.
1: In okay, so ask not where I live or what I like to eat or how I comb my hair, but ask me what I'm living for in detail. Ask me what I think is keeping me from living fully for the things I want to live for. This is a quote by Thomas Merton. The actual question is What is your goal in life? What is slowing you from achieving that goal?
0: My goal in life is to be a humanitarian media mogul and to be able to be a pioneer, to be the face of an inner-city kid where people voted him most likely not to succeed and to let inner-city kids know that there is hope and you can obtain anything you want. And what do you think is slowing you from that? I need the right platform. 'Cause I've been had a lot of offers but a lot of things they want the typical that ain't me. I can't go on camera and call another female a bitch.
1: I'm not doing
0: that. And they have actually pulled me from shows. The right platform will let me have a voice
1: and make a difference in the world. All right. So what is your deepest tea? <laughs> I mean something you never shared on social media before. Something I've never something you're shared willing to share. I've never told people in social media that I started off dating
0: transsexuals.
1: And why did they
0: stop? <laughs> because I was a baby in it. Like, but for me, it stopped because after I met them and I was dating this one, um, we just became so solid. And we used to kiss and stuff like that, but we never did have sex. And and keep in mind, too, I've never told people I was a late bloomer. I just started having sex with men until my late 20s. I used to only close, burn, and kiss. I would never penetrate, suck, none of that. And I had these group of transsexuals. Like, keep in mind, my best friend from third grade to the day he died, the one I mentioned a a minute ago, Kevin Lamar Williams of St. Louis, he grew up to be a transsexual. I always hung with the boys. I've always been into sports and stuff like that. And my best friend, Kevin, hung with all of the, uh, like real feminine people, I hung with the dudes. And we would, I remember a time we would be out on the bench and Kevin would be sitting on the bench, like, you know you wanna be over there with us? No, I didn't even know I was gay. I didn't know nothing about that. I knew that that was my best friend. Fast forward, his cousin named Bridget ended up becoming like the person I was attracted to. Meanwhile, Kevin was off at of college. Once Kevin moved back from St. Louis, back from Atlanta, we all got together as a, like a tripod, and them became my sisters. I and they schooled me when I got ready to come out of the closet about who to talk to, who not to talk to, how to carry myself, always be a man, never let my sexual my masculinity leave me if this is something I wanted to do. They used to always try to give me some of them, try to get me to put on a dress, but that wasn't my thing, you know. So that's what I want them to know. I, I dated transsexuals when I first started messing messing around, and it's just like. I just went from messing with transsexuals to feminine dudes um, to masculine dudes, then to um, DL dudes, and then it just broadened my heart perspective. And I just now became really, really sexually fluid at 47 years old, like for real. I was so hung up on stereotypes like we were talking about earlier, how people are going to perceive me like, that's why I like verse TV.
1: <laughs> 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 <Whew>. so, um, <laughs> so what stumbling blocks have you encountered on your path up, and how did you overcome? um Of course, once again haters, you know people
0: um trying to stop me from booking certain jobs or trying to spit on my name, but I let God handle my life work. That's nothing. I'm used to this, and I'm true to this. So nothing, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And a word has been something that has helped me not stumble through my success and my consistency. I was high before and after Instagram, and I'm still here. With everything that everybody doing, I am too. I just don't compromise my um, my moral system to be on TV. I can get on Instagram and be a star tomorrow if I got on there twerking upside down with my drawers down or putting a wig on and making jokes. But no, I want to make it on my own merit. And with substance and integrity behind it as well. Emma to look
1: <laughs> Okay, so ideally, what do you want to be the legacy for your work?
0: Ideally, I want my legacy for my work that we shall overcome and we did. Living the dream of Marlott the King is something that I represent. And thank you, Oprah Winfrey, because the children are the future. Not Oprah Winfrey, Whitney Houston. But thank
1: you, Oprah Winfrey, too, for getting me to where I am today all right well everybody that is anthony <laughs> and he gave us all the tea i did, <laughs> I did. um if if, if y'all want to reach out where can they find
0: you definitely google me that's very easy
1: um you can find me
0: at king of her on instagram on facebook um, Anthony Cherry, and then also on, you can find me on iTunes, just go to Anthony Cherry, I got three new singles that's out one ballad, one club song and then one kind of like my Jagged Edge type of vibe, Um, it's called The Hustler, is the club song Not Fur, it's like my
1: sitting by myself on the lonely highway
0: type vibe, take it back to Jagged Edge days and you got my Boot. that's the ballad like, said I thought
1: that I would completely lose my mind when my boo said that we we were through.
0: Not a rush. You gotta go listen and pay a
1: ninety-nine cent for it on any platform. <laughs> All right, then. Um, so y'all know where to find him, and I hope y'all really paid attention and got to know him. And just remember. You'll get all the tea on some of your favorite people here on Verse TV. So keep checking us out. Like, comment, and subscribe. And give us any ideas on anybody you want to get to know. Shouts out to Verse TV.